0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
1: Warning Thunder Talk contains foul language, adult subject matter, and is intended for mature audiences.
2: Welcome, Thunder Faithful, to issue 22. As you've noticed, we've gone back to our bi-monthly format, but we promise to keep loving you each and every week. The gang and I tackle today's current topics such as Should Stupidity Be a Crime, Finding Lemonade in the Lemons, and Teleporters vs. Toilet Paper. OG Thunderfan Missy C. Ellen Waters pops in to check on us and drop some knowledge about the system. Beth and Kavika discuss Joker and What's on our Tube with a review just as brutal as the film itself. I take a break from my hit new podcast, Ring of Thunder, to report the facts and dispel the myths regarding theatrical postponements, Star Wars, and the health of the comic book industry with another WTLK. Finally, Mark has a question for Dan's bad advice column, but instead receives good advice? Man, these really are strange times. Lightning lad, roll the thunder. The
3: So here we are, back again for another episode of Thunder Talk. Welcome, everybody. Hi, everybody. Live. Live from Studio D, right? Live from
2: Studios A, D, and OKC. Social Thundering.
4: That's right. Hell yeah.
3: And we are social distancing. We take it very seriously. That's why we are in our own individual studios.
1: (laughs) Beth and Kavika aren't even in the same room right now
4: well we're in the same room but we are like six feet apart but we made sure we made sure to record from a different state than you guys just to make sure that we don't infect each other yeah
1: that's a good idea yeah it's called being responsible people try it out
3: yeah we we don't want to take out all of thunder talk in one fateful swoop so
1: All it takes is one sneeze. This whole thing's done. (laughs) This whole podcast is (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye.
4: Well, everything else is canceled. We're trying to keep Thunder Talk on the air.
1: Yeah. During this apocalypse, tune to your local emergency stations uh, and Thunder Talk for updates on, uh, I don't know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we've already had our yearly hiatus. It's nothing but the grind from here on out. That's right. Yeah,
1: Yeah, we burned all our sick days.
4: Yeah, as much thundering and talking as we can fit into the podcast, we're going to do it.
1: Yeah, HR said no right. more. It's all work for you, buddy. So, how's everybody's week been?
3: Uh, I mean, it, it's we're we're adapting to the new reel. I we've been pretty I mean, I've been pretty busy, you know, trying trying to fight the people at the grocery store to get the last minute things that you need to not associate with people, you know.
1: How f- weird is it that toilet paper was targeted how bizarre of all the things i mean the 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 hand sanitizer that makes sense but the toilet paper who who thought that the toilet paper was going to go away who started that how did that happen
4: i don't know if this is true but this is something i was told so it's possibly true and possibly not that people were concerned about Shipments not coming from China and that was going to like slow down our toilet paper supply because we wouldn't be getting shipments from China and it made people scared. And I could totally see that being a story on certain news stations or, you know, (laughs) Facebook mom groups like (laughs) someone, someone says it and then it gets shared to a million mom groups and then they all start freaking out and going and buying up the toilet paper do we even get our toilet paper from China? Is I was that... gonna
3: Yeah, I mean I was going to ask. Like
1: that's, <laughs> that's, that's
4: Well, here's the thing. What? Whether or not we do is one thing.
1: Oh. It's the perception that we do.
4: How much of that story is true and how much of it's false, I'm not sure. But you know how people are. People get scared. That's right. Everybody starts posting on social media and they start talking on the news about how everybody's buying up toilet paper. More people are going to go buy up toilet paper because they're afraid because everyone's buying up the toilet paper. It's a, it's a, a bad chain reaction.
3: Panic on the TV. Maybe everybody poops as much as I poop. And Dude, I you, you feel poop like, like a
1: machine, I... man. You 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 can set your watch to. to... I,
3: I'm <laughs> serious. I am very regular, and I think I probably poop more than anybody else I know. So there's that.
1: <laughs> Same yeah, here. Everybody, blame kavika.
3: Yeah, it's it's my fault completely. Yeah,
2: Facebook mom groups and kavika. This wouldn't be as bad
3: if it wasn't
1: for the Facebook mom groups. <laughs> well, and kavika.
3: And oh and yeah, kavika, for sure.
2: Every night before I went to bed in the summer of 1996, my mother always told me to eat my vegetables, drink my milk, and listen to my ESO. Don't forget to say
1: your prayers.
4: Everyone these days could use a little support, and your friends at the ESO Network are no different.
3: pretty stocked though because we started getting all of our supplies a little bit before everything kind of started kicking off now of course around here all the restaurants are closed except for takeout most people that can telework are teleworking i mean i have to go into the office occasionally so i've noticed a noticeable difference in traffic to and from work for sure
1: oh yeah it's kind of like a ghost town out there on the highways right now totally I, I was reading a thing and I saw a thing and the news and such. A lot of these restaurants that have closed down, what it technically means is they're not, you know, people aren't necessarily allowed to come in and actually eat at the restaurant. Uh, a lot of them that normally don't do takeout are getting the word out that they definitely do takeout right now. You want to call in an order? We'll do it. Uh, I even saw a thing on this, uh, this one guy, with, uh, this restaurant here in Greenville said, look, it doesn't, I don't even care if it's not on the menu all right if you, wow. you tell us what you want to eat hell we'll see what we can do right
3: we did notice one of our favorites like breakfast places it's called the hatch and they are offering their entire menu at 50 percent, and then you can come right. and get it for takeout so that's like a way to win right there for sure but even our like there's this like local bar and they're willing to deliver to you right now so because yeah, they what have are they food. delivering <laughs> oh food yeah okay
1: yeah, imagine a bartender showing up with like a couple of bottles of stuff and just sits at your dining table, maybe. That would yeah. be amazing.
4: Sign what? me up. <laughs> Sign me up. One of our local restaurants, chicken beer, they do chicken wings and they had an offer on Facebook, and it's like, if you got the wings, then you could get a special on a can of beer to go. Of course you had oh, wow. to you yeah. had to go yeah. like pick it up so you could show your ID. But I was like, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, right. And to imagine the bartender shows up, sits like in your living room, and it serves you, right? But otherwise, is like on their phone doing their thing, and you're doing your thing. They'd like, have to
4: be out in the yard because of social distancing.
1: Well, then you yell out, "Hey, Jimmy, give me a give me a rum and coke, make it stiff." And then you go back in your house. The Jimmy comes up to your porch, does the whole thing, shake, shake, dun dun. Oh, they
3: could do it could like just, you know those. And then he just,
1: and then he just off like back into your yard and then you come out and you're like right on and you leave like five bucks on your porch and you go yeah, back in that, jimmy takes the cool. five bucks fucks off again off to your porch hangs out maybe like 20 minutes later hey
3: jimmy what if they had like those hot dog carts that they're like on trikes? so it's like a little bicycle kind of thing with this little thing so your very own portable bar like that sounds amazing right now yeah write that down Write that down. Or
4: some of these food trucks could just drive around and, you know. <laughs> Turn
3: on the ice cream sound. Yeah.
4: I was going to say the same thing. So yeah. Some, like ice cream trucks. food yeah. and some beverages. That'd be great.
3: Yeah, that would be rad. And so how are y'all surviving? Well,
2: I went to uh, Target, Walmart, and Bilo today and got a pretty good amount of supplies. And yet no toilet paper, but I was amazed to still, <laughs> still see some hand soap left on the shelves. Hey, grab me some hand soap, by the way, next time you're out, would you, dude? Sure. (laughs) And yeah, just pretty much been chilling around the house, exercising and fighting virtual zombies and demons from hell.
1: Oh, yeah. You picked up the new Doom. I did. And what were you saying? That was now you were supposed to be there at 8 p.m. to pick that up. But then then what? Yeah, then they called again this afternoon and they said, never mind
2: about that. You can just go ahead and pick it up anytime today.
3: They didn't want everybody showing up at the same time. Like somebody had a bad idea, and they were like, "Oh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and have anybody come by whenever they want, so we don't have a whole gaggle of people here all at once."
2: Yeah, and actually, when I was uh, waiting in line at GameStop, the guy at the register actually had to monitor how many people were in the room, and he had to have some people wait outside so it wouldn't go above
3: ten people. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, good. I- I'm glad that he's monitoring it. <coughs>
1: Where's my Doom? <coughs> Come on, man.
2: <coughs> Where's my Final Fantasy VI remake? Where's my Avengers game? Oh wait, that's Dragon Con weekend.
4: Damn it, guys. You should be downloading your games and socially distancing. Hello. Well
2: see, I paid it off back during the more innocent times when we were just on the verge of World War Three.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Did for Resident Evil three in a couple of weeks that i do download all my games off of pirate bay oh that seems uh, legit uh, allegedly <laughs> no i'm kidding i don't i don't play video games
4: dan <laughs> I, I mean i thought dan was kind of cool but now
1: Live from Studio A, WTLK The Thunder!
2: Well, guys, we all knew it was coming, but, you know, it still sucks when it happens, and of course, with everything going on with the theaters and such, eh, not really that much of a surprise, but Black Widow is now delayed indefinitely. Because, I mean, where the f are they gonna show it? I mean, Disney Plus, maybe no, kind of a little too big for it, arguably. Y'all can go ahead and have that debate. But the list of movies that are uh, coming to digital here really soon, like by the end of the month really soon, has actually gone way up. Onward is on its way to digital and Disney Plus, if it's not already by the time you're listening to this. Bloodshot, of course, Birds of Prey. Sonic the Hedgehog, and Bad Boys for Life, which, I mean, Bad Boys for Life had been out in theaters since mid-January, so, you know, no one's being like, oh, bummer, what could have been with that one. It was definitely a success in the theaters, trust me. Also, a little bit of good news that the Shang-Chi director actually tested negative for COVID-19, so that's awesome. There were some rumors recently that Wonder Woman 1984 was considered by Warner Brothers, you know, to maybe just go ahead and putting it on digital release whenever they decide to do it. But IndieWire has debunked that. So Wonder Woman 84, as of right now, still good to go for June 5th, 2020. And fingers crossed that it gets a lot better by then. Also a bit of rearranging for the comics industry. Normally Free Comic Book Day is the first Saturday of every May. It was later on changed to be called Free Comic Book May, where they would be distributing the free comic books all throughout the month of May, and people can go into smaller groups whenever at different times, and it would just make it easier. But then they just decided to go really on the safe side and do it later on in the summer. There's also been rumors here and so there about, oh, is Marvel Comics or DC? comics gonna go under or fail because of this no I'm not even going to entertain that I bring that up because we're talking about comic books and rumors and everything like that you know I'm not giving you any click Beatty sensationalism bullshit. I know I can be a bit theatrical at times, but, you know, that's just my personality of, you know, wanting to be a performer of some sort. In essence, I want to be theatrical, but also give you the truth and what's happening. And, you yeah, know, maybe give you the occasional rumor and reemphasize that this is a maybe, might be, But just if I can have some fun with it, a comics giant like Marvel or DC failing, that possibility is not fun to me whatsoever. But what is fun to me is the news that Rosario Dawson will be playing Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian Season 2, which I believe is still going to come out in October as planned, so yeah! And then, of course, I see like a day or so later that there's fans being like, uh, Ashley Eckstein, who voiced Ahsoka in Clone Wars, should play Ahsoka and blah blah blah. I'm just like, you know, internet, this is why entertainment companies mostly don't give y'all what y'all want. Because they give you what you want, and then you either A, don't turn out for it, birds of prey, or B, you just bitch. But you know what? Such is interwebs. And also another thing that's fun to me is the Harley Quinn Season 2. You know, Season 1 just wrapped up like a month ago, but Season 2 is apparently premiering on April 3rd, which is great because, you know, I do have a chunk of time in that day that I had set out for New Mutants, but (laughs) that's not happening till maybe ever. So, you know, in between you playing Resident Evil 3 and Harley Quinn, oh yeah. Hopefully, this is, will be a very good Wrestlemania weekend, because Wrestlemania is later on about that weekend, but for more details on that, listen to the Ring of Thunder. Hey, look what I did there. So anyway, this has been WTLK The Thunder. Drink, fight, and make your ancestors proud. Hello. Have you ever wondered how much Jerry Siegel and Joe Seuster sold Superman's rights to DC for? Or which uh, popular football star was uh, the Sam Wilson the Falcon's physical appearance based on? You can find all that and more at the History of Comic Books podcast, a podcast dedicated to the creators, events, history, and the companies that made the great comic book medium. Hosted and created by your friendly neighborhood, J.T. Wheatley. Please give it a listen at iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, and all our podcasting platforms. Thank you, and go ahead and enjoy yourself a
3: good comic book. like all this uh all these changes like we see an increase in telework and things like that this will change a lot of like working society for years to come some forward thinking businesses like my wife's were already engaged in a lot of telework and right. how useful and How good it is for the environment. You know, people aren't putting out fumes, getting to and from work in a car. But now that all these businesses have tried to institute new telework policies, I feel like that's going to be the norm eventually. This kind of pushed teleworking through the door, and now it's going to become a much more common thing in the workplace.
1: I I totally agree. Any company that says, now you can't work from home, and now you're working from home, they've been lying to you. And this this really shines through that lie that so many jobs could just be done at home, for God's sake.
4: One of the things that these companies haven't realized before, once you switch to people working from home, like if there's bad weather outside, your people can still work. Like right. with my job, since I primarily work from home and we have a lot of our workforce that does, we don't get snow days anymore.
3: Right. <laughs> you know?
4: Right. Aw. No matter, no matter what happens, like the company can stay open and all these other companies are going to go, oh, we can make our people still work and not have to give them snow days. Or
3: people worry about bringing in an illness into the office and you had an older generation that would always drag themselves in regardless of how sick they were and then they would get the entire office sick. So you could institute policies for sure. That allow people that oh you're not feeling well well we would absolutely love it if you went and teleworked for the next few days at least you could kind of still meet your productivity and you don't have to contaminate everybody so that would be really nice
1: oh, totally totally you know some jobs can't be telemarketed or te- tele telecommuter commuter too Adam you've got you've got some uh, you found yourself with a lot a lot more free time huh it's all the movie theaters <laughs> closed yep as
2: of this past Tuesday, DashCon is closed indefinitely. Uh. I don't know what AMC or Consolidated Theaters are doing, but actually I think they would all have to shut down with the, the more rules that states and the
1: federal government put about how many people can be in a social space. That's right. Movie theaters are shut down, America.
3: So what's crazy, though, is they had to put out this guidance because there are all these college kids out on spring break and they're all over the beaches in Florida. Oh yeah. 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 I, went,
5: I saw <laughs> footage. And then there was this uh.
3: news story. Yeah. The, the kid's like, Oh yeah. I'm not so worried about it. <laughs> then they're all going to, you know, send it with everybody. So it's like when you look in a history book and they talk
1: about the black death, you see like a skull and crossbones or like a rat skull and crossbones. Uh, a few hundred years from now when everybody's learning about this it'll be a can of white claw (laughs) yeah because spring break man that's what it's all going to take a nosedive that's what you can say goodbye to you know governments civilization and such
3: what was crazy is like one of the responses to this is like well we've been planning spring break for a couple months they were like well no let's just all go to the beach it'll be fine (laughs)
1: A mother <laughs> glut of Chad's is gonna wash over this world. And I'm telling you.
3: No, they're all gonna take themselves out with Corona. <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, and what I would say to them is, oh
2: by the way, you poor f-ing babies, I've been looking forward to SD Comic Con and Raw Atlanta too more than my own birthday. Now SD Comic Con's delayed by a few months and Raw in Atlanta's gonna be who the f-ing knows when.
4: Wah won. Yeah, Dallas Fan Expo is moved to the end of June.
1: So fuck you Chads. Yeah, I mean if this thins out the the frat boy herd, then I mean <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, Beth, you were just saying, uh what 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 about
4: Dallas fan expo is postponed until June. Is that the yeah.
2: one that like just announced the new guest the last episode?
4: yes literally a day or two after we recorded they sent the email saying oop we have to postpone do you want to move your tickets to that date do you want to move your tickets to our fan expo next year or do you want a refund wow there it is so we will be attending in june we will
1: Thunder Talk exclusive.
5: <laughs>
1: Missy H2O Waters, OG Thunder Fam, back again.
0: You know how we do it.
1: How you holding up out there in Denver?
0: Slow. It's going good. It's going good. I'm enjoying the snow. I'm enjoying the sunny. And I'm enjoying the rain.
1: Right on. It sounds like you're getting all of it up there in those mountains.
0: Oh yeah, lots lots going on up in Denver. We working. We we always working creating new content when we can.
1: How's uh, how's that content creating going? Uh, while the world is ending,
0: it's going well. It's going well. We're just gonna go have to go harder because right now we got the free time to do it. So right now we're working on raw files, and what raw files is about pretty much. Me getting beats from YouTube, you know, just Mm -hmm. writing to the beats and dropping those on SoundCloud. No mix, no master, nothing, just raw files.
1: What are you doing otherwise to keep yourself occupied? heard you've been working at home.
0: Oh, man, working out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Eating
0: eating right, catching deals, you know, got to catch the deals going on.
1: Oh, yeah, you got to hit that up. Yeah. Got to hit that
0: up. Making my choices. I got some music videos coming out. I'm looking to do some more shows, hopefully, soon, sooner rather than later.
1: When they start letting y'all do shows again.
0: Right, exactly. It's a lot of artists, of course. You know, If you don't take care of your money, you're probably feeling that right now.
1: Yeah, well, that's uh, that's the thing I've been hearing from a lot of musicians that I know. (laughs) you, You know, their gigs are getting dropped you know, left and right and left. And it's like, you can't file for unemployment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. What are you going to do?
0: It's crazy out there. I mean, who knows when someone is going to get their next check, you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, right. I just got a phone call saying that, you know, my kids have been out of school since the uh, last week. Right, same. April, they just called and said they're extending it out to April 21st. They were going to see, it was like a two-week wait and see, right? Right. Nope going taking it all the way through april
0: that's wild yeah like i've never i never would have uh imagined something like this like i'm just thinking about all of the diseases we've ever come across even in the last 10 years you know what i'm saying right right, right. i figured you would know more about what's going on with how serious are like people just overreacting because i've seen comparisons and I've seen other diseases kill more people in amount of time. Well,
1: let me, uh, let me put it a few ways for you. The last time we had something like this sweep through was 100 years ago. Spanish influenza. You ever heard of that? I believe so. It was uh, one of the horrible side effects of what would really could be considered the, uh, an explosion in globalization caused by World War I. And as that wound down and everybody went home, yeah, that spread like wildfire. What, like twenty million deaths, something like that, globally. Yeah, it's crazy. With this, people are saying that the mortality rate is two percent, three percent. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, sure. You're thinking that's not that's not a whole lot of people. Well, run this through a calculator. If you've got three hundred twenty odd million americans what's two of, percent of 300 million that's a lot yeah that's six million that's six million people dead yeah potentially right yeah. cut that in half it's still three million mm-hmm. so that's that's what we're facing right now there's no vaccine there's no cure that's well. yeah
0: now since it is spreading like crazy i'm thinking we're just some nasty ass people
1: yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're a pretty filthy species, yo. This Earth will keep going; it'll keep spinning, with or without us. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh,
0: let's talk about this new track you dropped, man. Which one?
1: Which one are we playing tonight,
0: man? I'm dropping tracks like every other day. I'm changing my my rap name to C. That's my middle name: S. C. E. L. L. O. N.
1: C. Yeah. Right no more H2O?
0: No more H2O. I'm getting all the songs sh- transferred over to CLN soon. But yeah, so we doing that. What song do you want to listen to? <laughs>
1: Which one do you want us to hear?
0: Let's see here.
1: Missy's Choice.
0: Let's do the system since uh, mm-hmm. we're going through, you know.
1: Since we're going through the system. You
0: know, I got to be politically correct because I'm not trying to have no confrontation.
1: Well, you I mean you gotta you gotta have dollars, you know, stay true, but
0: you know <laughs> also
1: bear in mind.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's why we beep all our fucks and shits and god fucking shit, fuck cock fuck, motherfucking
0: <laughs> on the show now. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Trying to be a bit more marketable.
0: True, true. We got we got the merch coming soon. I'm dropping ten limited edition fortune teller t shirts. So make sure you keep your eye on that, cause once we drop them, they are not gonna come out no more. Where, where are we all gonna find that at? You gotta find that on my on my Instagram. That's Waters Why You Live One X
1: Let's get them up on their feet with the system. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Here go the system, y'all. Be ready for this fire coming all day, every day.
1: And hey, you know I've said it before. You know, we we beep this and we beep that, but we don't beep the music. So if this hot fire is going to offend your gentle sensibilities, I suggest you uh, look at the show notes. Let's skip ahead to the next thing. Cover your kids' ears. Tell grandma to go to bed.
0: We got spit things, popping and little things stopping The system.
6: Up if you really on a mission, watch you stand up when I'm really in the kitchen. I don't give a damn to your bitch, wash my dishes. We ain't grittin' no wishes, okay? I don't care about the system. Throw your hands up if you really on a mission. Watch you stand up when I'm really in the kitchen. I don't give a damn to your bitch, wash my dishes. We ain't grittin' no wishes, huh? Grittin' no wishes. I ain't ask for no kisses. Only ditches for the night. I might call twice, let us stay tonight That's Casamingos, singing from the top high see low in the lot, calling bingo Pull it, thing twice, Licking gotta leave you with some rice I won't stay long, that money got me gone On the throne, providing for my people Throwing singles, I don't mingle. We counting this money for the system What you done for me, I never run, they overdone Speak my mind, what you scared of Four is pulling up, and they looking sad Yeah I don't care about the system, Throw your hands up if you really on a mission. Watch you stand up when I'm really in the kitchen. I don't give a damn to your bitch. Wash my dishes, we ain't gritting no wishes, huh? Okay? I don't care about the system. Throw your hands up if you really on a mission. Watch you stand up when I'm really in the kitchen. I don't give a damn to your bitch. Wash my dishes, we ain't gritting no wishes, huh?
2: What's new on the 42 cast? Let's ask my co-hosts.
4: We're talking about Doctor Who. Comic book shows and movies. And we're talking about all things Star Trek. (laughs) And so much more. Check us out on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes.
2: It's only on the 42 cast. Your ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything.
4: So Nathan, when are we finally talking Babylon 5?
3: What I'm interested in, though, is in China, they were able to institute very strict measures that would be very hard to institute here in America. Well, some of them impossible. Yes. I mean, just because different, we have a completely different society. Yes. Different belief structure and, and everything. Totally,
1: totally. Yeah,
3: yeah. I just wonder with all these, there's so many people that... You'll see this on Facebook and stuff. They're like, oh, do, you, do y'all know anybody that has it? And they just, they disbelieve. They think it's all a conspiracy. And these people are just not slowing down at all. And they just keep intermingling, intermingling. Whereas in China, Italy, in those places, they were like, nope, lockdown. Right. Don't be on the streets. If we catch you on the streets, right. we're going to fine you. Right In China, they'll arrest you. you know, superstition and
1: ignorance has always been the greatest counterbalance to uh, a structured constitutional democracy. And there are many things about our society that protects, legally protects fucking stupidity. And because yeah. of that, it, it socially, we can be okay with all that stupidity. Now, should stupidity be legally protected when does it come to your feelings bro (laughs) facts are
3: well it it comes down to you know health of an entire group of people but i don't know in america i guess we're just closer to a lord of the flies moment yeah than some other places (laughs) as a few friends of mine would say keep your
1: powder dry people who has an apocalypse battle plan like plan like when the
3: sirens go off who I mean you, you got one I have a rough idea like if something horrible happened but you know you don't want to give away all of your uh your secrets right what you think your neighbors
1: are listening in <laughs> they know where your bomb shelter is they're gonna come eat all of your all of your Cheerios
3: and and and, and canned green beans <laughs> Well, I mean, unfortunately, what you do is you distance yourselves from large population centers, right? So you wouldn't want to be in a city. We know, we know that. All. I'm talking
1: about us specifically. We are where we are. Like, do you have a plan?
3: I have a rough idea. I would probably gather my my wife and my dog, head out to my mother's, grab all the guns, I guess. Right. And we would hook up the trailer and certain things, and we would start a migration with uh, several vehicles and head to some places that we used to live in, Montana, and then on the outskirts. And then it comes down to, uh, you know, you'd have to, you know, have enough supplies once you got there. And, you know, we lack some of the skills that the pioneers used to have hit up your library. they have
1: books on everything you need to know <laughs> for survival out out in the wilds. And considering that you're 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 checking don't, don't worry about the late fees on that book is what I'm saying.
3: <laughs> yeah, libraries will will probably be a thing in the past, at least for a while. but I hope that we de- we don't revert, right? each each of these uh, calamities that we face, now and in the future, I hope it just strengthens our resolve as a species and then that we continue to come together and recognize our strengths and also our weaknesses and we just overcome the, our faults and then we work together as a common species.
4: You know, I just had a weird random thought. Maybe this is like nature's way of pushing us forward <laughs> by yeah. by forcing people to to stay in and Forcing those companies that weren't letting people work from home when they really could work from home to allow them to work from home. Well, it's definitely
3: like reduced the amount of emissions that we produce on a daily. Hey! Uh, You know, when it comes down to like plane flights, they are some of the worst uh, emission generators. Whenever we reduce some of those luxuries, you know, all of a sudden other things start coming back more vibrantly. You know, you look at the waters in Venice right now. All of a sudden, they're running clear because there's not all this sediment and all this pollution that's being put down in the water from all the uh, cruises and motorboats and stuff. So All that poo-poo.
1: Catherine Hepburn, there's a movie, I forget what it was, where she falls into the canals and she had a permanent infection in like her right or left eye. remember at some point, point her one of her eyes was kind of like you wouldn't talk about it to her. Otherwise, you're like, yeah, what the f*** on with her eye? <laughs> Just Google Catherine Hepburn. Uh, Venice, canals, eye infection. Hey, lightning lad, I saw some whales in the Hudson.
4: (laughs) Hello, Thunder Faithful. It's your friends, Beth. And Kavika. And we're here with... (laughs) What's on our tube? (laughs) Woo! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about joker joker yes
2: red alert spoilers
3: ahead we all know the basic story of the joker
4: his origin story his
3: origin story or
4: a origin and story
3: i would agree with an or it was a take on an origin story
4: on imdb to the the description is In Gotham City, mentally troubled comedian Arthur Fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society. He then embarks on a downward spiral of revolution and bloody crime. This path brings him face to face with his alter ego, the Joker.
3: So many fans out there were expecting a superhero movie, a deep dive into one of their favorite villains. I felt this entire movie was more of a psychological thriller.
4: Right. Yeah, I felt like it was based on a comic book and trying to make it as realistic as possible. Agree.
3: Like how how can we make something as flamboyant and over the top like Joker and redefine it? I um I I liked it. I I, I personally I enjoyed it. However, I did. I'm I'm just gonna say this. I did miss some big cheesy experiences explosions and and like the fun thing well they're not necessarily fun but some of the overdramatic things that happen in like superhero comic movies well
4: it was like once he kind of became the joker i was expecting him to be more jokery mm-hmm. and once he became the joker it was like he was tired of trying to be normal And being normal was making him sad. And he embraced being not normal, being off his medication, having mental illness. But it was kind of like he just stopped caring. And I Mm -hmm. thought it would be more of like him finding humor in things maybe. And it wasn't really like that. Because the Joker in the comic books and everything seems to have a sense of humor.
3: Yeah, a a Mark Hamill Joker is Hilarious.
4: Yeah, and this Joker was not funny.
0: When I was a little boy and told people I was going to be a comedian, everyone laughed at me. Well, no
3: one's laughing now. You can say that again, pal. So I like this movie, but one of the problems I had with it, it kind of tried to normalize certain types of behaviors, right? When we see him go off of his medications and things like that. That happens a lot, but that's a terrible thing, right? Yeah. It's that not that, good. that did not help the situations that I mean, he was this person was obviously troubled, was brought up in a very abusive household. He was lied to from an early age. This all comes to light three quarters of the movie and and this is a, not a short film, people. No. This film. we thought
4: we were almost done and we had like 40 <laughs> we had minutes 40 left 40
3: minutes left to go. I was like, oh, you know, we'll get we're to almost bed done." At a reasonable time. No, no, no we were not. <laughs> so, I get they're trying to do a different take and show the seriousness of this character, how it can relate to real life and things like that, but this one was slow and downtrodden, like I
4: I felt yeah, the so pacing poorly. was slower than I thought it would be. I felt
3: really bad
4: for um you really sit <laughs> in his pain yes you sit and you in simmer. his pain for a while
0: Are you having any negative thoughts?
4: because there was the clown thing was from the beginning like he works as a clown like doing random jobs where people want a clown like he's outside of a business that's going out of business with a sign that's like going out of business trying to get people to come in there he does clown work so it was like okay clown thing obvious and he wanted to be a comedian so it was like okay obvious that this all ties in him becoming the joker but then he never had that joker sense of humor
6: all i have are negative thoughts
4: if they were going to make a sequel to this he would be full on Joker, like we got him to that point. But I didn't see any way that we could jump from this movie into a sequel, and him be like the jokey Joker. And in some ways, he would be a more evil Joker. But in some ways, he wouldn't because there were times where he like kills this person and lets this person go because he only had a problem with the one guy.
3: Yes. Well, he had problem with his bullies, right? And he says that to the other guy that, hey, you never bullied me. You have all of these kind of twisted individuals out in society right now. And they look up to certain characters, right? Many of them look up to the Joker and how they want to get back at society and stuff like that. And it, when we do certain deep dives... It, it gets really murky there.
5: For my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed. But I do. And people are starting to notice.
3: I think Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job. This movie, for me, felt like a movie where some film students, or really people that studied film, like, oh, we're going to make a film film not a movie a film we're gonna get really serious we're gonna do all the things and that's what this this was a film this wasn't a movie
4: (laughs) well they took a comic book character and made him into a real person which and they made him into a really real person they did it was so well done the movie's well acted it's well written like the whole thing it's so good but at the same time It's not something that I'm like, oh, honey, let's watch the Joker again tonight. Because it was so, it was hard to watch him sit in that pain and be like such a pushover at the beginning and also like dealing with mental illness, dealing with a sick mother, like just being shit on from every direction. It was hard to watch that.
3: This film was made for critics to love and they loved it it got like 11 nominations I mean Joaquin he did get like best actor and they won like best original score and they also won the Golden Globe. I was
4: shooketh and (laughs) did not realize that Todd Phillips was the director and I'm like wait you're telling me the guy that directed freaking old school directed yeah. joker and I'm like I, looking I was like
3: holy crap well this movie it was obviously enjoyed by so many people it I mean it was like the first rated R movie that uh cleared a billion dollars at the box office. It
4: it's a it is the a sixth good film highest
3: grossing film of twenty nineteen in the thirty thirty-first highest grossing film of all time. That's a lot of money. So But these are my own personal views on this. I just... It was so dark and so dreary that I felt depressed. I felt depressed after watching your movie.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a good movie, but... And I'm glad that I've seen it, but I don't know if I'll ever sit down again and be like, yes, I need to watch The Joker again. There's some movies that are like that. They're good movies. You don't dislike them, but it's a... Yeah, an emotional journey that I don't know if I can go through that again.
3: I, I, I will be interested to see if they go ahead and pump out a Batman, a serious Batman. So
4: I feel like a serious Batman.
3: Just a rich guy playing with all his toys. Well,
4: a serious <laughs> Batman, though, I could see more over the serious Joker just because... They sucked all the jokes out of the Joker, really. Um, but Batman is just like broody dude anyway. He is broody. <laughs> he's he's I a mean, broody dude.
3: His parents get killed right in front of him. Totally changes him for the rest of his life. Yeah. The Joker in this origin story is kind of bullied, but you, you just you just start off at the whenever he's an adult right yeah and you really only see what he's going through right now but you can imagine with all the torment that he's going through how much torment he went through in the well they talk
4: about his childhood some even though you don't see his childhood they talk about it some
3: so that's about it for uh this edition of what's on our tube If you disagree with us, if you have differing opinions, please contact us.
4: Yeah, find us on the socials and let us know what you think about uh, the Joker.
0: What might we
1: And I don't say this as a negative, socially. Because instead of talking for 10 minutes, listening to myself on the subject, I'm just going to put out there, I think what we're we're seeing a test run for some evolution, social evolution. And I'm just wondering if it's one step forward, one step back, two kind of cool steps sideways, and then another step forward, if that makes any sense.
3: Possibly. (laughs) Possibly. I mean, we have to recognize that we live in a, Global economy and the world is much smaller than uh, some people think. Do you think, in a lot of ways, it's about to get a lot bigger? Um, I don't know about bigger. I think that we need to be more conscientious of each other's actions and including our own and the impact of our actions on others. Right? right? Whether if it's in a restroom and you're washing your hands and you see somebody not wash their hands, like the direct impact of that person not washing their hands that can have that impact on your life and the people around you. It's those kinds of things that I think are being pointed out right now. Yeah,
1: no, I'm totally in on that. Dig on that. Yeah, this should be a, a just a quantum shift in everyone's attitude towards hygiene. I'm thinking more like telecommuting today, teletourism later today, tomorrow, as we become potentially less disposed to actually go out into a world.
4: There's still, at this point in time, we're too far away from a virtual tourism experience being anywhere near as good as going in reality.
3: I don't know. If we could get to some Ready Player One stuff, yeah. that would be pretty well,
4: Yeah, but that's going to be in the future.
1: The book and the movie are kind of lame, but the idea, you know, sort of, like, you know, more plausible. But yeah
4: another reason why that doesn't really necessarily work at least not like on a big scale is because there are a lot of people like me that get motion sickness so trying to do some kind of virtual tour would just make me feel sick
1: yeah but how many how many of you are out there i mean star tours is doing okay you know it's been doing okay since 1986.
4: star tours is doing okay but <laughs> also that's just it's just not as good. I'm sorry, Dan. You may say that's subjective, but it is not as good to the majority of people.
1: Oh no, hey, hey, hey! I personally agree. I mean, I'm just, I'm just
3: playing devil's advocate on this. I, I'd love to travel. I don't know. We take a lot of vacations. We, 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 we go and we experience, have a lot of friends that take vacations we, yeah. too. We like. experience the experiences, but we also live a different lifestyle because we don't have children, right?
1: But if global attitudes are changing towards touching other people, towards germs, if we're going to behave in in a higher fashion than we have been, hygiene-wise because of this, is there a chance that we might be like, well, I don't know if I necessarily want to go to the store. I think we're going to see an explosion in home delivery. Oh, yeah. Everybody says it's going to be Amazon Century. Well, this might be when it begins. You follow those dominoes and it's like, dude, go a generation like this. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I don't necessarily want to go to Germany, but I definitely want to go to Germany. But to go in there and the touching the hands and the such, eh, I don't know about that.
3: Well, we, we we might we might change some of our attitudes. Now, the one part in your argument that I would say is probably dead <laughs> on would be like home delivery of items. Amazon and big companies are already researching and looking into drone deliveries and things like that. If you could even remem- uh, remove the human element of possibly getting infected by your Uber Eats person and you just had a drone bring you your tank out, that's just one step closer to just getting the items that you need without possibly becoming infected virally. Or you just don't want to interact with people, right? The, the drone is probably not going to ask you a question. Uh, eventually, it probably will. But... Yeah,
1: you know that uh, I think it was Vermont and New Hampshire uh, or Vermont and Connecticut declared grocery store workers as emergency personnel in order to make sure that they are funded and paid for. Now that grocers have been declared as emergency workers, they have even stricter guidelines in terms of their own hygiene. I have a friend that's a delivery driver for Jimmy John's, and he wears gloves, totally sterilized you may have this one delivery person going to like all these other people, but you know, they're trained professional sort of at this point. And yeah, I, even with delivery people and drones, I think it's, it's, it's less of a risk, less of a hazard.
4: I think it would be a long time before we would have a drone system that works because right now People would be shooting those drones out of the sky to steal the stuff. Oh,
1: damn. Just like people roll up on your on your porch today to grab that package. America. Now they're going to be shooting these drones down.
4: Yes. Ooh. You know they would. You know they would because it would be an easy way to steal stuff. Yeah. But and if you're shooting down a drone. You need to use a BB you gun. You can shoot down a drone from wherever and then... Yeah. Take what's there to your home, which could be miles away.
3: A gun is going to... Well, what they will do is like, you know how Tesla has that intruder thing where all of a sudden all the cameras come on and obviously these drones have GPS. So somebody shoots it down, then they approach the drone. If it's not completely destroyed, it records an image and then that person gets a felony. So... We get
4: people picking up packages on people's doorsteps and getting recorded by their doorbell and we still have people stealing packages. Like, I don't think it would be that much of a deterrent.
1: Oh no, you got me to think about the logistics. Like I think a gun to shoot it down would be too much. I think we're talking about like an airsoft gun or a a pellet gun, like a high powered pellet gun, depending on your range and distance. Uh, Just unload on it with a paintball gun, bring it down. You know, what if it's like right when it's hovering over your neighbor's, you know, I don't know, use a rake to kind of grab it, bring it over to your side of the hedges. Yeah. War on drones.
0: the crew from Earth
4: Station Who with the doctor in her prison cell and everyone else trapped in Chibnall hell.
5: Never fear. The way is clear with the crew of Earth Station Who right here. We save the day in the best possible way by giving you all new episodes. We mean the good stuff. Classic stories, big
1: finish, fan favorites too. Coming to you throughout the year with happy, Hoovy and cheer.
4: And a smidge of super bonus Graham. Graham. So never fear.
5: You can find Earth Station Who wherever you listen to fine podcasts. Remember to tell all your friends.
4: Except for Ryan.
5: And leave feedback and subscribe. First H2 is a proud member of the ESO Network. It's
2: Dan's bad advice call.
5: Yeah. Dear Dan, I'm obsessed with Saturday morning cartoons and all things animation. From the stories and shows themselves to the behind-the-scenes production and business aspects of the industry, I just can't get enough. While friends might politely nod while I prattle on endlessly about Josie and the Pussycats or He-Man, my family thinks I'm losing my mind. Please, Dan, what can I do? Where can I go to fully express my passion for cartoons in a productive and entertaining way? Your friend, McToon. Wow, uh, an adult who still watches cartoons, that's, um, hmm...
1: Well, you know, I'm not here to judge. I mean, I mean, I am, but I'll
5: I'll do it silently. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm happy to hear that. I mean, I really need help here. You know. Let's let's see.
1: Let's see. First, uh, Mctune. Let's
5: begin with uh, why don't you
1: get all of the addresses, all the contact information for the major animation studios, and. and and start sending them a letter. Your thoughts, your opinions on the state of the industry, or uh, you know, individual episodes, shows, and whatnot. And and I don't mean emails. Uh, uh-uh, no. I'm talking Xerox. I'm talking mimeograph. I'm talking licking stamps here. You know, going old school with it.
5: Okay. All right. So you're talking hard copies that should be sent to all the everyone and anyone that deals with uh, kids' content. Correct. Correct. Got it. Uh,
1: after that, see if you can't put those skills, that knowledge, to use. Maybe become an archivist for a, a network that runs uh, reruns of old animated shows. Something like, uh, you know, like Boomerang, something like that.
5: Ah, oh, I got it right. So uh, get a job as a librarian or archivist, and become even a bigger expert in knowing all there is about cartoons and history. I know it's like telling a heroin
1: addict to start dealing or telling an alcoholic to become a bartender, but yeah, you know,
5: why not? Why not? I got it. I got it. I think I, I think I can control myself a little bit. If I was ever to work in the world's largest cartoon library, I think I would be good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if you say so, I'm not your mom. Uh, you know, after that, <laughs> after that,
1: see if you can't, uh, you know, step it up, get into the big leagues, jump into a first run
5: cable cartoon network, if you will. Oh, yeah, that'd be really cool to uh, work at a cable station that just schedules really awesome, beautiful, newly minted cartoons. That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Dro- Dropping that fresh junk, yo. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, wow. uh, you know, familiarize yourself. You know, it seems like you have a mind for programming, scheduling, and whatnot. Uh, you know what would be, I mean, this this is m- maybe a little silly. W- what I think would be cool, personally, is if you could jump in to, say, adult animation.
5: Right, right. Because, hey, I like adult cartoons, too. Yeah, right, right. Uh, kind of like Adult Swim. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Adult Swim. I mean, I didn't even think about the adult side of the business, and, and I do like adult cartoons, so... And you're an adult, so right. hey, you know, <laughs> bada-bing, bada-boom. You know, And after that, I mean,
1: it's, uh, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's your cake, why not eat it too, why not write a book? In fact, hell, you've got all those newsletters that you were sending in the mail anyway...
5: Why not compile some of those into a book, clean them up, throw them out there? Right. So as I send the newsletters out, I can pick which newsletters will go in the book. And it's two birds with one stone, you know, story solved. Oh, it's like the gift that keeps on giving, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Wow. And then,
1: uh, you know what? What the hell? Go out, find yourself a a, a narrative well, a sidekick, if you will, uh, somebody who w- would look at all of those accomplishments uh, in awe and, uh, you know, see if you can't convince them to do a podcast with you. I mean, everyone's got a podcast. You got to do a podcast.
5: Yeah, I've been thinking about doing a podcast. It's kind of interesting you say that because uh, I would very much love to do a podcast and It'd be great to have somebody to uh, partner with to uh, sort of be my Ed McMahon to uh, my Johnny Carson.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Just make sure that their personality and, and just overall temperament is is something that you would fully overshadow. <laughs> you know, a, a, a weak personality. I mean, you know the type. A loser, if yeah. you will. Somebody to, uh, well, a sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I I, I definitely think I know the type for sure. Uh, Yeah. yeah, a Yes, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That'll definitely work. Yeah. um, I spew out the knowledge and this other person that's helping me on the podcast will provide insight as well as uh, comedy relief. Oh yeah, no, totally, totally, and see if that schmuck can't like
1: edit it as well and do all the, all the, all the you know all the ones and zeros and crap, you know.
4: Yeah.
5: Oh, that's a great idea because I'm, I'm terrible at math, so I def- I'm definitely going to yeah, need right. someone to actually edit and put the whole podcast shebang together.
1: The heavy lifting, yeah. I mean, you, you've already got the academics locked down. Just get a somebody who uh, doesn't have anything else going on and you know knows his way around uh, editing software.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know anybody like that? No, not really. Well, if you come across a person, <laughs> let me know. But I'll be doing my own research as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. But, cool. Dude, thanks, man. That's really great advice. You know, so many levels of to the plan. I love it. What? Thanks, Dan. That's really great advice you gave me.
1: This, this is this is supposed to be bad advice. Ad, ad, ah, shit.
2: It's Dan's Bad Advice
6: F- yeah.
1: Hey Thunder Faithful. Mark and I have a new podcast, the Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast, where we do deep, sideways, funny, comprehensive, academic, and absurd dives into, well cartoons yo cartoons you may have listened to our three-part preview on sword and sorcery which dropped last year this time it's for real you can check us out at tbsool.com slash podcast as well as apple podcasts and uh, all relevant podcast platforms we will be premiering wednesday april 1st and it is no joke check us out Yeah, I have a plan, but it's like with it, thirty to ninety-minute warning that the bombs are dropping. I have a plan for that. Otherwise, in terms of long term, you just kind of kind of have to whiff it in the wind. You know, you got to see it coming.
3: Well, I mean, the biggest—it's just like with this that's happened right now. The people that are faring, I think, the best were ones that preemptively did actions and then you kind of miss all of the dramatic stuff that happens yeah but not everybody has that ability right not everybody ha- is that uh secure with um finances or transportation or any number of things or just what happened to be watching the news at a particular time not everybody has the same access all at once you know so uh,
1: they plan to put X amount of thousands, X amount of dollars into your average working stiff's hand.
3: What it is interesting is it kind of harkens to Yang's idea. Him and other uh, futurist technology futurists believe in a universal basic income, right? Right. That if you are a citizen within this country, then you need a basic income just to help you make the rent, help you do certain tasks and then your jobs and stuff, you know, you get more than that. And then that will help promote uh, higher GDPs and better growth and things like that. But it'll kind of free you from the, the slave wage thing, you know?
1: Right, right, right. Universal minimum wage. Yeah.
3: I I think that that would probably help us. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to whenever we get to like star Trek next generation level where, you just kind of have the job that inspires you. And that's what you do. And it's not necessarily for a wage. All your wants and needs are already taken care of the
1: socialist meritocracy i have figured this out i could go so deep into (laughs) the uh, social economics of the federation and how it works
4: well you can just replicate whatever food you want so like food's not an issue
1: it is a post scarcity society that's what you're talking about when the minimums the basics are taken care of Food, shelter, it's done.
3: Your job doesn't necessarily define you, but it's what gives you motivation.
2: So can we replicate toilet paper?
3: Uh, (laughs) You don't need toilet paper. You got the three seashells. (laughs) That's a demolition man thing, okay?
4: Well, (laughs) I was also thinking, in the future like that, probably all toilets have bidets, so
1: yeah I mean, that's
4: futuristic af
1: All right, what i really want to know is let's say you have to beam down to a planet and you've you know you had a big lunch you know like maybe four or five hours ago and it's it's things adult
4: diaper. things are starting
1: to like get on deck if you know what i'm saying <laughs> and then you transport down to a planet like on an away mission and it's important and that's your job when they transport you do they keep the dookie in you or do you think they remove that?
3: Oh, it's still totally in oh. you. They're transporting the whole kit and caboodle.
1: Everything. Like the Heisenberg compensators don't Everything. go one step further and scrub those out?
3: Nope. The, you know what? The, you should patent that idea because I think there's something to it, but I believe the way it, you know, this hypothetical future <laughs> Will there be an app for that?
4: Show. You can get on an app on your phone yeah. and just <laughs> please remove teleport poop? at the poop.
3: Well, anyway, because, like, you still take your, your, uh, you know, phaser and your tricorder and everything. That still shows up. So, of course, everything else will show up.
2: The Federation doesn't want to deprive you of the joyful experience of
1: taking a poop. Okay, okay. You know what? Just real quick. I got two arguments against that. One, if they can disable a phaser right then they could they they could delete a deuce okay secondly if you're on the job you got if you got that phaser if you have to beam down with the phaser you know taking a shit should not be something that's clogging up your thinking and your reaction time so again i ask
3: i mean you have me I'm fully supported with the uh, Dan way of teleportation.
4: Because- I just think <laughs> Dan thinks about poop a lot more than the rest of society. That's just just from your statement. That's what it sounds like. I'm, I'm a
1: few. Fut- I'm, look, I'm a futurist. Okay, and Pooh poo is in the future. He's a poopurist.
3: You know, we have talked more about a number two in this episode than ever. Hey, Kavika's one that brought up
1: that she shits all the time. Okay,
3: I. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I take it all back.
2: You just opened that can of shitty worms.
3: (laughs) So thank you again, everybody, for uh, another episode. It's been lovely. Stay safe. Take care of each other.
4: If you want to find us online, since we're socially distant in real life, (laughs) you can always still find us online at Thunder Doc, yeah, <laughs> at Thunder Talk Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or email your thoughts on our thoughts to Thunder Talk Podcast at gmail.com.
1: We'll say your name on the air, we promise. We'll say it twice. Maybe four times. Yeah, we'll do a quick segment on you And you can find me
2: at Thunder Talk Thor on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or the Ring of Thunder podcast, and my email is none of your business.
4: Yeah, and you can find me at mixer.com slash noplahoma or at noplahoma on Twitter. And guys, while you're being socially distant, if you want to interact with some people, go to Mixer, go to Twitch. There's plenty of people, and there's not just gamers. There's artists, there's musicians. Go be social and socially distant.
1: Hey, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to...
2: (laughs) We're flushing this recording.
1: (laughs) Thunder Talk is a production of the Weirdo's Workshop with special guest star Mark McRae. Starring... Gabeka Allo, Adam Wedston, Beth Allo, and Dan Klink.
4: If you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Thundertalk.pod. Our email address is Thundertalkpodcasts at gmail.com.
2: Drink, fight, and make your ancestors proud.
0: Well, hey,
1: everybody. I've done a lot of speculative talking out of my ass, and I think everyone else has made good points. Uh, who do you agree with? Hit us up at Thunder Talk Podcast at gmail.com and let us know who do you think made a point, I, I guess, if points...
3: We know it wasn't Dan. <laughs> First
1: one to five points wins. Welcome to whose thunder
2: talk is it anyway? Where the show everything's made up and the points don't matter. That's right.
4: The points definitely don't matter, except for if Dan's not getting them. It's very funny.
3: <laughs> Dan never makes a point. bum.
4: Hashtag Burger Strong. Bye. This has been a
0: broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon. Or by shopping through Amazon.com or the T Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.